welcome to Hairstylist Rising podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Hi, and welcome to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and today's episode is about one of my absolute favorite topics. So you have probably heard me talk about this before, but today we're going to go all in and go into major details. So we're going to talk about content batching, and today we're going to cover the what, the why, and the how. So make sure you listen till the end because I have a bonus tip that is going to blow you away. So for those of you who may not be familiar with the term content batching, I'm going to share later.com's definition along with how it can actually apply to you in your business. So content batching is a productivity technique where you create all of your captions or visual content during a set period of time. For example, instead of spending an hour planning, creating, and publishing just one Instagram post, instead, you would spend that hour writing or batching an entire week of captions or pulling images or any other like task. So the reason that this is such an effective method is that it eliminates something called context switching, which is a term I'll explain in just a sec. For beauty pros specifically, batching content is hands down the best way to remove that social media overwhelm that creeps in. It eliminates feeling stressed if your day gets away from you and you can't take a photo of every client, and it will actually make your marketing a lot more effective because in order to batch, you have to plan. You will go from being reactive to being proactive. You will go from spending an hour or two staring blankly at your phone, trying to first think of an idea, then find a photo, then write a caption, then try to figure out what hashtags to use, then waiting for the likes to come in because you spend so much freaking time on this one post that you will be absolutely crushed if it doesn't do well. Not to mention the second you're in the app, posting, spending all this time in there, generally you'll get trapped into a little bit of mindless scrolling and then the dreaded comparison trap. So you know what? If this is the process, no wonder stylists feel like social media is such a burden when it's taking that kind of time. And the worst part is because it is all being done on the fly, you probably don't actually have a strategy behind it which means you're also not seeing great results, which is a total bummer, right? Now, I get it. There is so much different advice floating around about how to best show up on Instagram. And I have heard everything lately from, (laughs) this is one of my favorites, feed posts are dead, which is absolutely false because my And my students' analytics tell a very different story. Um, And to all you have to do is post reels. 
this is a very, very common refrain these days, but no one actually tells you what those reels should be about or what they'll actually do for you if you're trying to build your clientele and a local business. Um, and then we also have vague advice like just be consistent. Well, posting consistently <laughs> boring or irrelevant content is going to do nothing to grow your business. And even the most viral reels won't do much for you if you have neglected to plan or lay the foundation. And I'm going to explain why. Um, at the end of the day, the best case scenario is your reel or post reaches a ton of people, and then maybe 10% of those people come back and check out your page. What does it tell them? Most people are not going to bother to scroll back, you know, a few months on Instagram. They're going to probably check out your top six to nine posts. Without a plan, you're, it's a total crapshoot. It's going to depend when they land on your page and what you happen to have been posting. So if you're not posting anything that tells people who you are, you're, you're just going to have them come back to your page and be like, yep, that's some nice hair and move on. Chances are they're not going to follow you and they're definitely not going to become clients or students or part of your audience, whatever it is that your goal is with Instagram. Whereas when you have a plan, you can be sure you consistently have relevant content that will teach, uplift, and connect with your followers or people coming across your page and then turn them into clients. The same is true even if your goal for your page isn't clients. Maybe it's to grow your retail presence. Maybe it's going into education or partnering with brands. You still want to be representing who you are and what you do with your content. Now, the great thing here is that planning and batching content is a time saver that also helps you make your marketing on Instagram and beyond more effective. Today, we are specifically going to talk about batching for social media, but you can apply a lot of this to your email marketing as well as other tasks in your business. Now, you might be wondering, how does batching save me time? If it takes me an hour to plan and post, won't it take me 20 hours to do 20 posts regardless of how I split it up? And that is a totally legit question. Now, I promised I'd explain content switching and why batching helps you avoid it. And here it goes. We're going to do that right now. Context switching is what happens when you quickly go from one task to the next. So, for instance, when you go from thinking of an idea to finding a photo to writing a caption to posting to choosing hashtags, you've now switched tasks four or five times. Once in a while, it's not the end of the world. Let's not get too dramatic here. But it's taking you at least twice as long to get the job done. And in my experience, it's probably more like five to ten times as long. And that is a huge amount of your time gone. So you're also having to stop whatever you're doing at the time to post it. And whether it's work or taking time with family or just doing whatever it is that you want to be doing, studies have shown it can take 20 minutes or more to get back to what you were doing before. That kind of time really adds up. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or burnt out with social media, no wonder. 
it's it's taking up a lot of your space and time if you're posting on the fly every day. Now, I mentioned this before, but it bears repeating because it's so important. Not only is it taking you longer, it's also less effective. Sometimes we think that when we get a new client, all it takes is them seeing a bomb hair photo and clicking on over to the book now button. (laughs) That'd be nice, but that's not how potential clients operate anymore. They want to get to know you. They want to know who you are, who you serve, what you specialize in, where they might connect with you, what kind of experience you provide, and how you're going to make them feel. Do you think you can cover all that with a bunch of photos at the back of someone's head thrown up at the last minute? No matter how beautiful the hair on the back of that head is, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's just not going to cut it anymore. And that's why planning your content is so important. And once you planned it, you're halfway there. Now, if those questions that I just went over still feel hazy for you, um, the who you are, who you serve, what you specialize in, I want you to pause this episode and go back to episode 37 because it's going to help you drill down and get some clarity. And I also want you to download the accompanying workbook at jodybrown.ca slash ctc. I will link that in the show notes for today as well, but that is a workbook that's going to help you kind of work through creating content that connects. And there's no point batching and scheduling content that isn't great. So definitely do that first. So now that you know what not to do, let's talk about how you can share and actually highlight who you are, who you serve, what you specialize in, where they might connect with you, what kind of experience you provide, and how you're going to make them feel. Now, in both my programs and in my social media and content marketing agency, we use what we call a core content strategy. Now, this is something that I developed just for beauty pros to help guide new and existing followers through the journey to becoming clients. This strategy focuses on creating content that either educates, uplifts, or connects with your audience. And you can apply it to any content type. This is the beautiful thing. So if you want to post a ton of reels and videos, perfect. If you want to post photos and infographics and carousels, amazing. Each business is different and each goal is different, which is why it's important to have a content strategy that is developed specifically for your business. And a big reason I don't subscribe to the idea of cookie cutter templates or strategies. I am all about personalizing it because someone who is a content creator who wants to get exposure and get connected with brands is going to have a very different content strategy than someone who wants to network with other local business owners and build a presence in their own community. And a lot of the Instagram advice that I'm seeing that seems to be directed towards hairstylists is all about becoming a creator and all about, you know, connecting with brands, becoming an educator. And that is amazing. I can absolutely teach you how to do that. But that's not everyone's goal. So I think it's very important to recognize that dependent on your goal, 
you're going to have a different strategy. So making it very custom to what it is that you want to do with your business is going to give you much better results. But there are certain things that's going to apply across the board. So when you're planning content, make sure you're covering those bases. Teach, uplift, connect in order to answer those vital questions we just went over. Now, for the process, since you know you're going to be posting more than just hair photos, the good news is you can do more in advance. And here's a hot tip for you. When you do a gorgeous balayage or set of extensions or even just a really stunning style or solid color, take a ton of photos. You want photos from the front, from the side, the back. Take photos, take videos. If they're wearing a jacket, ask them to take it off. Experiment with different poses because there is no law saying that you can only post one photo per service. In fact, one of my favorite ways to batch hair content is after I have a client that had amazing hair and I really want to showcase it, you can also do detail shots. There's tons of different ways that you can utilize one client. Um, and you're not going to be posting them all at once. You're going to be saving them for future. So one of my favorite ways to batch hair content is to pick my top maybe four to eight favorites after taking the shot. Edit them all at once, so again, you're gathering like tasks, and then move them to a folder in your iPhone or on your computer so that you have a variety of fully edited, ready-to-post photos and videos just waiting to be showcased. If you know you're going to be doing a mega transformation, think ahead and take some photo or video before, during, and after so you can create reels or carousels. Once you start being proactive instead of reactive, this will become second nature. And then on those crazy busy days where you can't snap a single shot or during those times where you just aren't inspired to create content, it's totally okay because you have a bank of gorgeous photos already waiting. So now we've covered the hair content. You're not going to be posting just that. So you can gather any quotes, infographics, flat lay photos or videos, photos of you in your space, and that one is important, so don't skip it, and whatever else you want to include. The goal here is gathering all the like tasks together so that you're not going back and forth constantly. You can do the entire month or a week at a time, but carving out even half an hour to work on each task is going to be so much more efficient. Think grouping tasks. So plan the month or three months all at once, then gather photos, write your captions, create your hashtag sets, schedule the posts, etc. And if you're wondering about scheduling posts, I actually go a lot more in depth about this in last week's episode. So if this is the first time you're walking, you're stumbling across um, the Hairstylist Rising podcast, then definitely go back and check out the last two weeks because they're going to cover a lot of the questions that you may have about, about batching and scheduling your content. So if you have ideas you come up with during these processes, so during that planning and strategy and batching session, and if you come up with ideas that you actually need to create the content for, have a special folder in your phone 
or a place in your notebook if you're a pen and paper kind of person to write down all your ideas so that you never run out. Now, the main thing I want you to take away from this episode is commit to carving out the time to batch your content. I know that you know social media is important for growing the kind of business you dream about having, or you wouldn't be investing your time to listen to this podcast. My friend Lindsay, who has, she also has a really great podcast, it's called She Makes Waves, said it best. I may not have needed Instagram to build the business I have now, but what about the business I want in the future? Think about when you're most inspired and plan your content sessions for then. So for me, a lot of the time, it's actually first thing in the morning while I'm having coffee. I know for some of my students and coaching clients, it's at night, maybe after they put the kids to bed or on a day off on a lazy Sunday Whatever it is for you, it's a creative process. So try to make the experience as inspiring and uplifting as you can. Grab your favorite drink, light a candle, sit outside if you want to, maybe go to a cold coffee shop or in your favorite spot in your house. You can definitely do this while you're laying in bed with your PJs on. And then try to think of all the time you're going to free up during the rest of the week and the month and all of the dreamy clients you'll be calling into your business. If you can think of this as, if you can think of this time as an investment in the kind of business that you want to create, you're not going to be resentful of it. And it can be fun. I promise you, once you have a strategy and you're creating and it's just another creative outlet for you, I promise you that that creating content can go from overwhelming once you have a plan and you know how to do it to actually something that's enjoyable. All right. Now, I promised you a bonus tip at the end of the episode, and you know I'm not going to leave you hanging. And this is worth the price of admission or the last 20 minutes you've spent with me just by this. The next thing I'm going to share is going to help you save even more time And most importantly, create even more trust with your audience. Are you ready? Repurpose your content. I'm going to repeat that. Repurpose your content. So what does that mean? It means you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel and create a brand new content plan from scratch every single time you do it. And it's going to actually benefit you and it's going to benefit your audience. Now, in my program, Beauty Brand Bootcamp, and in my private coaching, my students don't come up with an entirely new content plan every month. They have a framework, a custom framework that they have created specifically for their business during the program, and they can go back to it over and over and over again. And they can rework existing content in new and exciting ways and create new content that's going to reinforce their content themes. Does this mean copy and pasting captions? Um, you know, sometimes you can get away with that very infrequently, but more often than not, it means going back to the same themes to create consistency and trust with your audience. Now, You'll be analyzing what works and what doesn't work and tweaking, adjusting, and optimizing based on that. 
you will be creating content that reinforces your brand values, voice, and tells those potential dream clients exactly who you are, who you serve, and why you're the perfect person to either do their hair or teach them. Now, I want to quickly address the most common objection I get when I talk about this, but won't it be repetitive if I'm just reposting the same types of contents over and over again? No, my friend. Now, I want you to shift your mindset around this, and I want you to take a second and replace the word repetitive with consistent. Because of the fast-moving nature of the internet and the fact that most people are bombarded with information day in and day out, it used to be that it takes someone seeing something seven times before they take action. Now, statistics are saying it can be up to 21 times. So you need to think about that. People are not necessarily going to see you post one time and then take action on it. You also need to factor in that not everyone will see your post every single time. So you need to have core themes in your content if you want to build that know, like, and trust with potential clients. Erratic, all-over-the-place content with no clear message is really not going to do anything to build your brand and build your business. So chances are even your most engaged followers aren't seeing every post. And let's, let's hypothetically say that they are. I never turn off an episode of my favorite show just because I've seen it. So think about that when you're creating content. If they, if you're, if your audience has reacted well to a type of content or a theme, chances are if they liked it the first time, they'll probably like it the second time. Now, don't sweat this and don't stress about this because I promise none of the things that you're worrying about happening when it comes to repurposing content will happen. This consistency and repurposing is a marketing gold standard that just has the added bonus of saving you time. Now, I wouldn't steer you wrong, I promise. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Hairstylist Rising podcast. I would love to hear from you if you're going to try batching. So send me a DM over on Instagram and let me know. As always, I'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Bye for now.